Okay, good morning and welcome to a new week. My name is Toluani Akiemi and this is Real Estate Insights with Advanting. So this is a new initiative and it is um, brought about to help us further understand and have bigger knowledge about real estate. So it's going to be happening twice in the month along with our team mental fitness as well. So do well to tune in with us every um, second and fourth Mondays of the month. So this week, I'm going to be taking us on the three parts of real estate. This is the introductory class. I will be taking the three parts of real estate. So we'll be covering the um, meaning of real estate, what real estate actually means. We'll be comparing land to real estate and real property. We'll be looking at land rights and various characteristics of real estate. So I'll be starting with this opening quote that says, try being informed instead of just being, instead of just opionated by Johnny Powell. So what this simply means is rather than make your decisions based on sentiments or beliefs, you are, you will well informed that you have enough knowledge off of which you make informed decisions of. That's what this means. And that's the purpose of this training to give you enough information. So the next time you're speaking to someone about this particular aspect of real estate, you have a bigger, um, perspective. Yes. So what is real estate to you? What you see on the um, screen, what you see on this slide is various ideas that come to people's mind when they hear real estate. They think land, they think building, they think selling, they think buying, they think investment, housing, value, agents, they think commercial, um, property, managing. These are all various ideas that come into people's mind when they hear the word real estate. But in actual sense of it, real estate is best explained in terms of its three parts, that is under the land, the surface of the land and above the land. So when you want to explain real estate, it's best you explain it as under the land, the surface of the land, and then above the land. Let's go to under the land. Under the land, you have agricultural products like atuba crops, the ones when you plant, and then you have to avert them from under. You have your mineral resources like um, iron ore, lead, clay, gold. You have underground water as well. Before you're able to get a well, you have to drill into um, the soil to get uh, water to make well, bowl. All of this can be found under the land, and all of this as well make up real estate. Under the land as well, we have um, soak away tanks, a septic tank. All of those ones are buried under the land, and those are part of what contributes real estate. Then the surface of the land, these are two of our sites, my country home and legacy green homestead. As the name implies, it's just the physical surface of the earth that you can see there. And then above the land, we have buildings, we have agricultural products as well that are planted, we have um, warehouse, and then this that looks like a tent. Now, at this point, I would like to say that real estate, when you're talking of above the land, some of the structures may be permanent, and others could be semi-permanent. So these structures here are semi-permanent. What that means, you can easily collapse them into a bag or just collapse them and move them away from that particular location. Agricultural products as well could be permanent or semi-permanent. But buildings, when you're talking of buildings, buildings are most times permanent, even though you can um, dispose of some of their parts or remove part of some of their parts, but they are most times permanent. And so by implication, your house where you live is real estate. But so is a vacant piece of land that you may own. And so a skyscraper in Lagos Island as well is real estate. But an undeveloped land in the market community of Ogun State is real estate. So real estate ranges from whether it's developed to undeveloped. It could be sold, it could be leased, it could be bought, it could be owned by an individual, it could be owned by the government, it could be owned by a corporation like we at Advan. <coughs> then when you buy your own, you own it as an individual as well. So we have it under the land, like I showed earlier, under the land, we have the surface of the land as well, and then you have above the land. 
So let's quickly differentiate between land and real estate. There's a very slight difference between the two concepts, but it's there as well. Land is simply the earth surface, down to the earth and upward to infinity, including anything permanently attached, natural objects. The point here is that when you're talking of land, it is natural, the way God created it. And so on that land, you can have, in its natural form, you can have water, you can have mineral resources. Those are natural, the way God created it. If you look at some of the pictures we sent to you as our clients, you see some of them, they look like a thick forest. That's the way it is. We did not go and plant bushes on the land. That was the way it was at the point we bought it. That's the way God created it. But when you come to real estate, you've added something artificial to the land, like the soak away tank, that is artificial. Even agricultural product that was not there naturally, that was planted, that is artificial. So that is what makes it real estate. So why you may add those things under the land or on top of the land, that, that is what differentiates land between uh, from real estate. So when it is natural, the way God created it, it is land. But when you've done something else to it, it makes it real estate. So let me bring it home and explain it a way we can understand. If we use my gender, for instance, as a female, the way God created you, you are natural. That probably the way you wake up, except as a normal person, the way you wake up and then the way you go to sleep, you are natural. But when you want to step out of the house, you decide to do something to improve your looks, right? You make use of makeup, you know, your jewelries, all of those stuff are artificial. But those are what improvements on it. The same thing with real estate and land. When it is natural form, it is land. But once you've made any improvement to it, man-made improvement to it becomes real estate. So let's also differentiate between real estate and real property. Real property, not just property. Real estate, like I said, is land plus any other artificial improvements you've made on it, whether to improve the value or to improve it as a whole. That's real estate. But when you're talking of real property, you're talking of the right of a person on that land. So as a person, you have a land. What is your right to that land? That is what real property is. Let's explain this right better. When we're talking of rights, there are different forms, but they, are, they can be um, grouped majorly into two, possession and ownership. When you're talking of possession, you're looking at yourself as a tenant. That's the best way to explain it. When you possess um, a property, say you are the tenant in that property. These are the rights you have. You have the right to occupy the premises. Having paid the landlord a specific amount, for a specific duration, you can stay in the property for that duration after you've paid. So you have a right to occupy the premises and the land. Then you also have the right to possess without harassment. Even after, even after the expiration of rent, the way the law is, the law even still protects tenants. So you can still stay in the property without harassment as someone that is in possession of the, of the land or of the real estate. Then exclusion of other interests. So you can stay in the property without um and you can also tell the landlord you cannot bring somebody in at that point so it also depends on what your contract state but say you rent a, enter, an entire compound for instance till the expiration of your rent you cannot say you want to erect a shop or something that is going to tamper with your own interest in that land so as a tenant you have a right to stay in the premises you have a right to possess the premises or the property without harassment and you also have the right to exclusion of other interests then as the owner of the land you also have the right as well to occupy the premises to stay without harassment exclusion of other interests control let me explain this control what am i saying control we're not saying the number of times your tenant pumps water that you're controlling it what we're saying control we're talking of your um the right to determine who's going to take interest in the land so you have the right to say i want this person to be my tenant or i'm going to give this person this um 
property for a particular duration of time that is where you can exercise control over your land and then you have a right to disposition you can decide to you can decide to gift so um, dispose of your land by gifting you can gift somebody you can give it to someone as an inheritance you can sell you can lease those are ways to dispose of the land so as an owner you have a right to stay in your property to stay there without harassment to exclude other people from having a right over your property to and then you can also have a right to control how you determine the interest and as well how you dispose the property. Now let's quickly look at the characteristics of real estate. I'll start with scarcity. Real estate is very scarce. scarce um, statistics have shown that it's just one over four of the entire head that is land. The rest is water. And the particular um, quantum of land you have in a location at a time does not increase. Say my country home, for instance, assuming we have 100 hectares there, that's what we have there, that's what we can sell. We cannot say people want to buy more of that place and then we stretch the land or expand it, it doesn't work. At most, we move to another location and then call it an extension. So that is where land is. We cannot expand it. This is scarce. What you see is what you get. That's what is there. Then heterogeneity. You do not have two properties that are the same. Even if they are in the same location, something will differ. Either in terms of the size, in terms of the geographical point, there will be something that, or the topography, you know, the slope, the way it, it is. Something is going to differ in the land. No two properties are the same. No two plots of land are the same. Then immobility. Now, I explained this earlier that as, even though you can detach parts of the property, the property itself cannot be moved. You cannot resurrect the property from the foundation and carry it somewhere else. No. Once the foundation has been made, it is where it is. The location is there. You may remove parts of it, say the windows, change, make adjustments, but you cannot remove the property itself. Indestructible. Land itself cannot be destroyed. Even after earthquake, apples and everything, the land is still going to be there. So even the prop, even though what you use um, as finishing touches might um, might depreciate or might go into obsolescence, the property itself is still there. It has only depreciated in value. Then illiquidity. It's not easy to convert it to cash. That is why you would have told somebody about land today, but the person is not making decision till a month's time to two months' time because it's not a commodity that you take to the market and are able to buy immediately. So you can put shoes on your status and tell somebody it's for sale. And before 24 hours or the very same hour, you get somebody to buy it. But when it comes to land, it takes a bit of time before you can convert it to cash. So those are the characteristics of land. It's scarce. No two properties are the same. You cannot move it. It's indestructible and then it's not easy to convert it to cash. It's not easy to convert it to cash. So let's quickly go to the summary. Real estate has three parts. Like I said, under the land, the surface of the land, and then above it. Under, we have different things, both man-made and natural. Above uh, the surface of the land itself and then what is above it. Now, the difference between land and real estate is in the permanence of what is attached in terms of being natural or artificial. Is it there by itself or is it something that man has made improvements on? It ranges from vacant property to skyscrapers. So even if it's a vacant land just there, it's still real estate. Even if it's skyscraper and you've put all of the beautiful finishing touches that makes it have its value, it's still real estate. And then real estate is the physical part, real property is the right. So when you own property, you have both real estate, the tangible part, and then you also have the right to the property. Even though it could be just possession, you are renting it for a period of time, or you could own it. Yes, now the closing quotes. Knowledge is when you learn something new every day. I believe from our training today, you must have gained something new. Like I said, this is Real Estate Insights with the admin team and it's going to be taking place twice every month. So do well to join us in the next training. Coming soon, you'll be informed when to take place.